1: Isaac Backus was born in Norwich, Connecticut in 1724. His family belonged to the Congregational Church in the town where he was born. In 1741, the Great Awakening roared through the colony of Connecticut, and as a result of his influence, 17-year-old Isaac Backus got saved. It wasn't until 10 months after he was born again that he joined the First Congregational Church of Norwich. He'd been hesitant to join the church for two reasons. One, because he was troubled by the lack of discipline in the church, and two, because he sensed no passion for Christ among the people of the church. This was very common during the Great Awakening. People who got saved immediately recognized the spiritual deadness in their town churches. These people were nicknamed New Lights. The people who resented the New Lights and wanted to continue with the status quo were called the Old Lights. Isaac Bacchus fits squarely into the category of new light. He began to interact with some of the other new believers in the Congregational Church, and they decided to meet together on Sundays and help one another grow spiritually. God soon began to work in Isaac's heart about preaching the gospel. When he would gather with the other new lights in Norwich, very often he would be the one preaching to the group. Isaac continued to pursue his call to preach. He was ordained, and in 1748, he became the pastor of a church in Middleborough, Massachusetts. Before too long, there was a conflict brewing within his church over the subject of baptism. The Congregationalists believed in and practiced infant baptism. But the more Isaac studied the Bible, the more he was persuaded that baptism was by immersion and that it was for people who had professed faith in Jesus. Though he tried to dismiss the question, the Spirit of God would give him no peace. It was difficult because not only did it challenge the tradition that he was raised in, it was contrary to what most people in the colony were used to. But Isaac couldn't get away from the nagging fact that what he was preaching and practicing about baptism was not consistent with the Bible, and that though his salvation was very real to him, he himself had never been scripturally baptized. After two years of wrestling with the matter, he finally decided to take his stand. First, he was baptized in deep water by a Baptist preacher in Rhode Island. And then he began to preach publicly that baptism was only for those who had professed faith in Jesus Christ. This led to Isaac Backus being dismissed by his church. Now he had nowhere to go. He didn't consider himself a Baptist, and he didn't really want anything to do with the Baptist crowd. They were viewed as outcasts and troublemakers in the Congregationalist colony of Massachusetts. So he just kept preaching wherever he could find the opportunity, while he continued to seek the Lord's leading. Then in 1756, with six scripturally baptized believers, Isaac Backus became the pastor of a brand new church in Middleborough, Massachusetts, a Baptist church. He would pastor that church for the rest of his life. Becoming a Baptist pastor immediately put him in the middle of the Baptist cause in Massachusetts. Because of his great intelligence and his strong organizational skills, Baptist leaders and congregations in Massachusetts began to look to him for leadership. In 1765, a Baptist college was established in Rhode Island. It was originally called Rhode Island College and later named Brown University. Isaac Backus was made a founding member of the board of that Baptist college, and he held that position for 34 years. In 1774, the First Continental Congress was held in Philadelphia, and the Baptists of Massachusetts chose Isaac Backus to represent their interests there. Among the greatest concerns of the Baptist churches of Massachusetts is that they were being taxed, and those taxes would go to support the congregational churches. Imagine that. You're tithing to your church, and your tithe is going to support the church down the street, simply because that church down the street is the official state church. Clearly, there was no religious liberty for the Baptists of Massachusetts and in many other colonies. Isaac Backus worked hard to change that. He was a strong influence in Massachusetts throughout the Revolutionary War era, and he fought tirelessly for the cause of separation of church and state. Isaac Backus traveled extensively throughout Massachusetts and New England, encouraging his Baptist brethren and investing in the growth of their churches. His impact on the churches of Massachusetts and New England was so great that in 1789, he was invited to visit churches in Virginia and North Carolina. He worked in those two states for six months. He traveled 3,000 miles, he preached 126 times. Though his influence for God was tremendous during the Revolutionary War era, perhaps his greatest contribution was his intensely researched three-volume work entitled A History of New England with particular reference to the denomination of Christians called Baptists. Isaac Backus died in 1806. He's buried in Middleborough, Massachusetts, where he pastored for so many years. His impressive-looking tombstone is in the shape of a pulpit with an open Bible on top of it. The marker reads, Elder Isaac Bacchus, a pioneer, champion of religious liberty, and the earliest Baptist historian in America. Isaac Bacchus was raised in the Congregational Church, saved during the Great Awakening, persuaded by the Scriptures and the Spirit of God to change his doctrine regarding baptism, reluctantly became a Baptist became a historic proponent of religious liberty, strengthened the cause of the establishment and growth of Baptist churches throughout the colonies, and is known today as one of the great Baptist historians. When you sincerely seek and surrender to the Lord, He will always take you to the destination that He has planned for you. Christian, God has amazing things prepared for you. Stay the course. We pray that today's program was a blessing
0: to you. If you have any questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at staythecourse at nbcdanbury.org. God bless you.
1: So dear Christians, stay the
0: course. God's promise is yours. We shall reap if we fail.